Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Uh, I want to wish everyone out there a happy Thanksgiving. This episode is coming out on Thursday morning, uh, Thanksgiving of 2022, which is crazy. Uh, I hope everyone is surrounded by people they love. Hope you eat some good food. Hope you watch some good football. Um, and enjoy the holiday. Hopefully everyone's off work. I know I'll be off of work on Thursday, which I'm really looking forward to right now. Um, But yeah, one of the things I'm, when I think about the things that I'm thankful for, um, the opportunity to, to sit down with, you know, people who I really love and just have a conversation with them every week uh, because of this podcast, that's one of the things I'm thankful for. And, um, I have to thank all of you that are watching and listening because it's because of it's because of you guys that this is possible. Um, so thank you. And if you want to become a partner of the show as well as the Katinas Ministry in general, the best way to do that is to go to thekatinas.com. You'll find a give button there. Uh, click on that, and it'll take you where you need to go. So thanks, thanks in advance for doing that. Today, I am joined by my favorite former college football player, Mr. Zion Katina. Zion, thank you for being here, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks for, for bringing me back. You, uh, I literally was pulling in from work. I just got off work like 10 minutes ago. Well, home from work like 10 minutes ago, and your car was waiting in front of my house. I was excited to, to get to do this, and I'm really excited that you're home here in Franklin for the time being. And um, I know we have probably have a lot to talk about. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is what your third time on the show. Uh, second. Oh, it's only your second. I think it's. I think. No, dude. I'm pretty is it sure my third? it's your third. Maybe it might it. be my third. I don't know. It's definitely. It's at least my second. Okay. Might be my third. I don't know. I want to say because. Do you remember the last time you came? Oh, on? you know what, dude? This is my third. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Were you? Did you record an episode at my old apartment by chance? Or was your first one, have you always no, been No, I think I was the first one in the new house. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was in, an early, early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think maybe last summer you came yeah. on before the season. Yeah. Um, and now it is end of November. Mm-hmm. The season's behind you. Um you just played your final college football game Saturday. Yeah, less yeah. than a week ago. We'll get into all of that. Yeah. Um, but thanks for being here, man. I, I appreciate your time. And I'm going to ask you a question I've asked you before to start us off. What's going on at home? Yeah, man. So like you said, I, I just <laughs> finished my last college football game this past Saturday. Um, I got home yesterday and... Just excited to be able to spend Thanksgiving with the fam, me 
and my brothers and my mom are going to Ohio tomorrow to see her side of the family. Um, typically, that's the one, like the one big time of year that we get to go see them. But because of football, we haven't been there for Thanksgiving since probably like my freshman year of high school. Wow. Um, now, we've seen them other times. Like I got to go during COVID for my cousin's wedding. Uh, they've been to a few of my games and some of my brother's games. But this will be the first time, like in a while, that we've got to go for uh, Thanksgiving. So nice. that's exciting. I'm sure your mom's happy to yeah. bring her boys up there. Yeah, and, um, it's your is your grandmother, and you have aunts and uncles up there. Yeah, or? so I got my my mom's mom's up there, and then she has two siblings, um, my uncle Roger and Aunt Miss, and then. They all, all the kids are all like around my age and our age. Like they're all a little bit older. What is your, what's your grandma's first name? Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor Ely. I've been, (laughs) I love asking people what's your grandma's name because I love like old lady names. Yeah, she's got that, that classic old, old lady name, Eleanor. It's funny too. Like, so I never thought about baby names really ever until. I found out, I've been thinking about them all the time since I found out that Eli and Amelia are having a baby. Yeah. And it's funny that like a lot of those names that our grandparents had, are I feel like are making a comeback. Like I, I think I know, I actually definitely know that I know someone who had a baby and named it Eleanor. And hmm. I don't know, it's funny, like names are like fashion, like there's trends. And yeah, stuff. yeah. But you got any name ideas for Eli and Amelia you want to put out there? Zion for the middle name. Zion. Okay, that's that's go. that's the only one I got really that's for funny. sure. Well, um, that's exciting that you guys are going up there uh, to spend the holidays there. I want to talk about um, how you're feeling about your football career being over with. Yeah, I've, I've been getting that question a lot the past uh, few days, and the one thing that I've I've said to people is basically that. I don't really know how I feel about it right now, and I don't think I'm going to until, honestly, probably, like, January because, like, we're on break right now. Even, like, when we're playing, like, it's still kind of the same vibe. Like, we don't have school or anything. And then regardless, when the season comes to an end at some point, I have that off time, but then I come back in January and restart. So I think in January when I don't, restart the whole off-season process that'll probably be nothing's really different right now yeah nothing is really like we ended the season a little bit earlier than we had in my my past seasons but january will be like the first time where like something is drastically Mm. different yeah that makes so i think it'll be around that time when i'm like oh this is this is weird yeah if you could um if you can think about who you were when you were a freshman and you moved to kennesaw um, getting ready for, I guess, your first practices or whatever, first freshman camp. I don't know what they call it. But yeah. if you can th- go back to that time, what do you think is different about you now than the kid that moved there for straight out of high school to go play football? I think uh, a big difference or a way that I've, I've grown a lot since first getting there was uh, – like have, just having confidence in myself, uh, not like being cocky or anything, but when you first get to that level of playing and like even the, the scrubs on your team were like the studs on their high school teams and like everyone's good 
it's just way faster. You know, you're putting way more time in with film and meetings and all that stuff. You get like, it's easy to get kind of like, there was like a, like the first like year and a half, two years for me, I was like, I don't know if I, if I really belong here Mm. and doing all that. But, uh, as, as each season passes, like the stuff that you're doing doesn't really get easier but you get more confident in yourself and you just learn how to, to handle it all better. Yeah. So uh, I'd say for myself, the, the biggest thing is just getting more confidence in myself and just knowing like I've done this before, you know, it's, it's really hard, but like I, I've done it once, you know, I can keep doing it. And like I just kind of started to apply that whole thing to just like other areas in my life. But yeah. yeah. Looking back on it, how many games did you play in? Do you know? Um... I mean, we played 11 a year. Uh, there was one year where we played 12 in the regular season. Okay. And then um, each year we played like uh, two playoff games, so, except for this year we didn't make it to the playoffs. So. so you probably played like close to 50 games, would you say? Yeah, I've probably yeah, it's probably closer to 60. Closer to 60. Yeah. Is there, when you look back, is there any game that like sticks out to you like, man... Either I guess wow that was a great game or I I loved that game or maybe even one that was like man I hated that game. Yeah, so there's um, the one one game that I really liked a lot was it was 2019, which was my redshirt freshman year. Uh, we played University of Wofford in the first round of playoffs. Uh, we were on the road, so we were the underdog, and uh, this was my first year. Actually, it was my second year on the team. It was my first year starting. And we were good that year. Like, we ended up being 11-2. and two. But, like, kind of the O-line, it was like a new O-line. And none of us had really played at that time. And so we kind of struggled throughout the season. But later in the year, we start to click. And then in that game, like, the whole O-line, we, we just played, like, our best game as an O-line. And it was a tough game. We, I think the final score was something like 27-20 to 20 or yeah. something like that. Um, but that was really fun. Uh, when we beat University of Monmouth last year in the conference championship, because they had beaten us in the conference championship the previous two years. Um, so that one was really fun because we, we felt like we owed them one. Uh, and then probably my least favorite game was also last year. We played East Tennessee State in the second round of playoffs, mm-hmm. and we were up 14 points with like two and a half minutes left in the game. And we lost fifth by by one. Wow! Yeah, they they scored, kicked the onside, got it, scored again, went for two. Dang, I do. Tough. I remember that game. Yeah, who was um? Did you play with or against anyone who's in the NFL now? Um, there might have been one guy my freshman year that played uh for Charleston Southern that. I think okay. might have gone on the D line. I didn't play that that year, but I'm curious if you ever played, if you ever faced anyone, or like maybe had a teammate that you were like, "Wow, this guy's like way better than everybody else here." Or yeah, yeah. well, we got I, I I do have one teammate. Uh, his name's Isaac Foster. He's number twelve. He's one of our little slot backs. Like he'll he'll play next level. Yeah. Uh, whether it's NFL, CFL, I, I don't know, but he's gonna he's gonna be able to play. We had one guy who, um, I don't know if he's on the team right now. He got 
unsigned or undrafted, signed with the Texans. Then he's with the Bears. He was with the Jaguars this year and got hurt. I don't know if he's still on the team, but he was there my freshman year. Um, and then we played Cincinnati, so I'm sure there's a few guys on oh, that yeah. team this year that that'll end up going on next year. But uh, other than that, there wasn't really like anyone that was like blatantly like, oh my gosh, this this is different. Was was playing professionally ever a dream for you? Uh, as a, as a kid, it, it definitely was. Uh, just because, like you know, when you're a kid, like everyone wants to do something like that. Uh, as I as I got older, the the older I got, the more I was like, if that were an opportunity, like yeah, I'd I'd do it. But it wasn't something that I was like, that's like what I have to do. Mm. Um, and then once I got to college. After like my first year or two, I was like, I just needed my body to make it throughout yeah. my time here. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder, like, I feel like there's a lot of kids that grow up wanting to be a professional athlete. For sure. And most of them don't become pro athletes. Yeah. And most of them at some point, either one, they just, it's not that interesting to them anymore. Or two, there comes a moment where they realize like, okay that might not be for me like that I might I'm not big enough or fast enough or strong enough or whatever I remember I had dreams of being a pro athlete when I was a kid yeah and I think when I was in high school I pretty much realized like yeah yeah that's probably not gonna happen yeah was that like in college was that kind of was it more just like I just don't want to do it or um like I just don't want to put my body through that or was it like was there ever a moment where you're like, yeah, there's no way I'm never I'm gonna be good enough? Yeah, I I once I got to college, I was like, yeah, I don't I don't think it would even really be a, an opportunity. And then on top of that, also I don't know if I physically would be yeah. able to do it. And then another thing, like if it were an opportunity, like I think I'd probably do it just like to get paid. Yeah. But another <laughs> thing is just like the the time that you got to put in and like I've just missed so much over these past like mm. four years because of football that you know like yeah it'd be nice to get paid for it but also like there would be a bunch of other things that I'd miss like I wasn't able to be at your wedding because mm. we were in camp and there's just a bunch of stuff like that that I wasn't able to do because like it's it's not like high school football or middle school where you can like miss a day for and like you it's your job like full time all that so uh that was my that was the biggest thing that I struggled with while being there was just all the time away from sure. everything else uh but yeah I I don't think it it, it was never going to be a real opportunity anyway but I'm just I'm glad that I was able to play in college it was a lot of fun and uh, I'm going to miss it, I yeah. know, like, once that, that time rolls around. But it was a great experience, and I'd do it again. I'd go to Kennesaw State again. I love it there. Um, but, yeah, it, it takes a lot of time for sure. Yeah. Last football question, and then yeah. we can move on. Every, every year around the summertime when you would go back for a summer camp, I, I remember I'd be talking with you and – it just sounded really hard and I know it was really hard and I know this the season was hard every year and hard on your body hot hard to be missing things that are important to yeah. you yeah 
I want to ask though, you you went back every year and you finished. Mm-hmm. What was it that made you go back year after year? Yeah, so this was actually when we uh, when we were in camp this year. Uh, every night, every year at camp, we we have some sort of prompt or something that we'll do, and we'll have like a different position group uh, stand up in front of the team every night. Sometimes, like one year, we did scouting reports on who we playing. That's what we did this year. And it'd be all this different stuff, but one of the parts of the presentation this year was like, what is your why? Like, why do you play? Um, and so, like, my answer for that, which is the same for this, was, you know, I grew up, uh, our whole family was always in sports, and we grew up huge, you know, Steeler fans, USC fans. Um, and so I loved football, and, like, that's why originally I had started playing. But once, like, things got hard for me, especially, like, those first two years where I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Uh, I told I told the team, I was like, I wanted to quit, and but the only reason why I didn't quit was because I knew in order to do that, I had to go into my coach's office and, like, look him in the eye and be like, you know, I want to quit. And I was just too scared to do that. Um <laughs> But the, the more time I spent, like, the longer I stayed, um, just, like, the more relationships that I made, like, with my teammates, uh, just other friends that, that I made outside of, of football, uh, and, like, just going and doing all that cruddy stuff every day and, like, all the hard work, but doing it, like, with your friends, like, that was why. Mm. It was, like, I love football, and, like, that's why I played it, but the relationships that I made was why I stayed yeah. playing it. Um, even with my coaches, like I'm, I'm close with my, my two position coaches and my, uh, my strength coach, you know, I, I know their kids, you know, me and one of my buddies went to, I played tackle. Uh, we went to my, my tackle coach's son's birthday parties, uh, this year. Um, and it's just, it's stuff like that. It's the, the relationships that I made throughout my time was like the reason why I was able to go back and put myself through all of it again. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah I think relationships can carry you through a lot yeah for sure um i think that's why it's so important to have good friends and good people around you and Mm -hmm. a a tight circle um okay well so you were a football player yep you were a a a student athlete let's talk about the student part yeah because you're graduating here in like weeks yeah a couple december 13th so like Two, three weeks, something so like that. I think it's interesting. It's like two big chapters of your life are coming to an end at the same time. Yep. Like for since you were a kid, you were always an athlete mm-hmm. playing sports, and you were also always in school. Always. And now th- all of that's coming to an end. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, as you when you graduate in December and that part of your life is now behind you, the mm-hmm. student part. Um, what's the scariest part of that to you? Uh, I think it's just like what, what all is coming next, which is, you know, especially with the, with the being an athlete part helped a lot. Like it was harder, you know, with balancing school and all that. But I had all these resources that not everyone else I had on campus you know I had my coaches checking to make sure that I went to class you know if I didn't you get punished for it so like accountability um when you first come in like you have mandatory study hall with 
these like tutors, you, you have all these resources, like all these class tutors that as anything you need, you just ask basically, and someone would help you. Um, so one, just not having like, basically like it's all on me now. Um, and you know, I got to go be a big boy now. I got to go find a job, find a place to live, all that stuff. Just like, it's exciting, but like, you know, it's, it's scary because it's brand new. I've never had to deal with anything like that really. Um, but I mean, like I said, it's, it's exciting, but it's, it's a lot. It's a big step. Yeah. I think you're going to do well, dude. Thank you. uh, It it can be scary, but it should be exciting too. Right. And, um, you know, you're, the whole world is opening up to you. Yeah. One thing I talked with your dad about this last week is just like, it's great that you did football, but also you have a degree now. Right. You're going to have a degree very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, that can open doors for you. Um, but I do, I, you mentioned that one thing that you're going to have to do is find a job. Yeah. And I want to ask you a question that someone asked me uh, maybe a year after I had graduated from, from college. And it was about what I thought about work, like what my mentality was towards work. And I want to ask you this question because there's really not a wrong or right answer, but it was something that I never thought about uh, until this question was posed to me. And I think it's a good thing to think about. And the question is is essentially this, like when it comes to work, mm-hmm. what is what is more important to you is, is it what's more important to you about your job? Is it that you'll be fulfilled in your job Mm -hmm. or that you'll be able to make a lot of money in your job? Because, you know, ideally you're working a job that's very fulfilling and and makes a lot of money. money, Yeah. Right. But for a lot of people, it's hard to find a job that has both of those things. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide, <laughs> okay, which one's more important to me? Do I want to have a job that I really care about and is really fulfilling? Yeah. Or do I just want to make a bunch of money? And I think either of those are fine, but mm-hmm. I'm just curious uh, what your thoughts are towards that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a good question. The, the thing about it for me is, and, you know, it'll it'll come in time, but, like, right now... There's not like a job out there that like I can think of right now where I'm like I think that would be really fulfilling. Um, but I do know that I would like to make some money, you right. know. Um, but you know, so it's just, it's just hard for me to to really think about just because like I can't think of like what 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 is a fulfilling job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think you you can think of like components of it, but just like off the top, I'm like, what is that job? Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's it's easy to say like money, just because I I know that there's jobs out there that that uh, that make good money, but I don't know really yeah. Be, until like I I can find that job right. really, um, because maybe I I find it, maybe it's not that much money, but maybe it won't matter. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's hard because that's that's been my whole thing. Like, you know, when I met with my coach the other day. Um, and just like this, this whole kind of last semester, been having these conversations with people about like, you know, what do you want to do? What's next? Blah blah blah. I've been like, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Just because 
there's there's nothing that I can really come up off the top where I'm like that's like what I want to do or like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? I I'm assuming your experience was similar to mine in college mm-hmm. in that I really had not a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> like no like I would never I was pretty much broke for yeah. for a while. Um and I remember it took me a few months. I think it was like two or three months until I got like a solid job uh, out of college that paid well. Mm-hmm. And I got my first paycheck. And like literally after one paycheck, I have more money in my bank account than I had ever in college. Yeah. Um, that day's probably coming sooner or later for you. Yeah. What do you think it's going to feel like to finally have a little bit of cash in the bank? It's, I mean, it's going to be exciting. (laughs) I mean, it'll just be, don't spend it all. Yeah. Are you going to go just spend it or are you a saver? I don't know. I mean, hopefully I I save it because, you know, right right off the rip, I think, you know, I have to move out next month too Mm -hmm. of the apartment that I've been able to live on or live in since I've been on the team. And I think, I'm going to move in with some of my buddies and live in their basement for as long as they'll let me. Yeah. We they, They've already told me I can do it. We just haven't really talked about like details and stuff yet. But hopefully I can just save up as much as I can before I need to start paying for my own place yeah. again. And um, But, I mean, it's, it's going to be exciting. How uh, how close are you with the guys that you're going to live with? Oh, we're, we're tight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a... Uh, Two of my teammates, well, I guess three, three of three of my teammates, and then uh, one of their friends who I've become friends with just through them. Nice. Yeah, I think I told you this, but just like maybe do your laundry and yeah, keep, keep yeah. the bed clean. And yeah, all that. yeah. You, those are some good friends. Though. Yeah, cool no, man. they're they're awesome. Um, all right, well, I'm excited for you, man. I think I I messaged you right before your last home game. Yeah. And one thing I told you was that I I really think this next part of your life is going to be really fun for you and really exciting and I think uh I'm really confident that you know, you're going to have a lot of success and a lot of fulfillment and you're going to do some awesome things. So that's exciting. Thanks, you, man. I appreciate it. All right. Well, I want to talk to you about. You're like the guy that I go to talk to about movies. Mm-hmm. What uh, What movie have you watched lately that really got you going? That you really enjoyed? It really got me going. I'm trying to think about what movies I've watched this year. Um, we talked about it the other day in the group message. I just watched that movie. Don't worry, darling. And we were we were kind of talking about it. What is that about? I've seen maybe one trailer for it. Yeah, it's. It's kind of hard to explain because, like, you don't really know throughout the movie, like, uh, what's going on until, like, the end. Um, but basically, it's these people that live in this kind of, like, utopian society. But it's, it's like, a neighborhood. Like, that's it's, like, in the middle of the desert, but, like, it's, like, a utopian neighborhood. And um, all of the husbands go off and they work at this, uh, it's just called the Victory Project. And the wives don't know what it is they're working on, uh, but all they know like, is they just stay at home and 
it's like the traditional, like, you know, they just clean and uh-huh. they hang out with each other. And then like they come and they, they cook for their husbands when they all get home from work. And throughout the movie, like things get kind of shady and people start asking questions. And um, I mean, it was it was it was good. Yeah, I was disappointed because I thought it looked really, really good. And then whenever I by the time I finished, I was like, oh, that. It it wasn't super fulfilling. Yeah. Have you seen um, Have you seen the movie Barbarian? No, I'm scared to watch it, dude. So, <laughs> I like scary movies. My wife, she hates them. Yeah. But during Halloween, like October, I don't know what got into her. She wanted to watch. She was scary like, movies. I really want to watch this Barbarian. She's I heard, specifically Barbarian. I heard that it's really good. Yeah. She, well, I'd never heard of it. And then one day she came home. She's like, I heard about this movie, Barbarian. I really want to watch it. And I said, oh, what kind of movie is it? She said, it's a horror film. I was like, you want to watch yeah. that? <laughs> and so we we watched it together. And uh, I was just thinking, I bet Zion's seen this. I'm sad that you haven't. I haven't but watched it, was, it yet. I really enjoyed it. It was like, I don't get to watch scary movies very yeah. much anymore because... Usually when I watch a movie, it's with Alexis, so we right. have to agree. And but um, yeah, I would recommend. I'm recommending to you. You should watch Barbarian. Yeah, no, yeah, because I mean, I do like I'll, I'll I go to the theater if there's like a movie I want to watch, and like you know none none of my friends want to go. Like I'll I'll go see a movie by myself. But I, I don't I don't do horror movies by okay. myself. I yeah. gotta be I gotta be with my my squad when I'm when I'm watching those but I I did hear that it's really good. Yeah, it, it was good. It was uh it was probably good that I really didn't have any expectations for yeah. it going into it cuz I never seen a trailer or anything. Yeah. I oh, just, so you you just all you knew is it was a horror movie. Yeah, I heard it was pretty scary, but Yeah. So I really enjoyed was it. Was it scary? Uh yeah, it was scary. Honestly, not not as scary as I thought everyone was saying it was. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I have this like nightmare memory with oh boy. our cousin Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, I think I was maybe in seventh or eighth grade and we had just gotten um, at my house like Netflix that you could stream. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if people, you knew this, but like Netflix used to be like they literally sent you DVDs the discs, in the mail. Yeah. Me but, and my mom were talking about that. Okay. Earlier so, yeah. We never had that. But then. But we had a TV that had like the Netflix on the remote or yeah. whatever, and so we got a subscription, and so I was like just loving it, I, all these movies and shows that I can watch. And Caitlin came over one night. Don't know why she was there, but we saw the Last Exorcism was on um, yeah uh, Netflix, and we we just decided to watch yeah. it. And I had never seen like. Any of those movies yeah. or any movie like that before? Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, never seen anything close to that, and it rocked me, bro. I was yeah. scared. Like, I wasn't like a little kid. Like, I was probably like eighth grade at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like having a hard time sleeping for a few weeks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's funny because I mean, I know I'm gonna watch Barbarian eventually. Um. All that to say, Barbarian's not on that level. It's okay, not as scary. That's it's not good. like that. Because no. uh, I like, because I feel like, in my opinion, typically horror movies aren't good movies. Mm, like, yeah. 
there's like 30 Halloween movies and like I haven't seen like the last three that they've put out, but I've seen some of them. And I just feel like the majority of horror movies are just kind of like, just kind of like cheap thrills. Like it's Halloween. Let's, you know, let's go spend some money and be scared a little bit. But like movies like hopefully Barbarian and like, I think like Hereditary in Midsommar are good horror movies. Those are different. Those aren't like base horror. I don't even consider like Midsommar horror. Have you seen Hereditary? No, but I've heard about it. It's the same dude that did Midsommar. Midsommar is like, did I watch that with you? No, you watched it with my brother though. Which one? River. No, I didn't. Or honestly, I watched it in theaters. I remember that. Uh, Well, no, I just remember that I think it was River watched it with some of the cousins somewhere when when it came out that's like one of those movies that it's a trip yeah i like kind of enjoyed it i think but not really but like i would say it's a good movie yeah but i wouldn't recommend it to anybody because no. i would not want my it's name just to so, be like yeah josh told me to it's watch just this so movie. uncomfortable yeah it very just, uncomfortable. It's, it's just makes you feel like ugh. have you seen um have you seen the shining yeah yeah so that movie rocks i i went on this deep dive one time about like all of the uh work that went into making that movie what it was Mm -hmm. and like because the the actual like plot of the movie is not that scary Mm -mm. um but it that movie makes you feel like really weird. Yeah. And have you heard about all of the different things? I think it. What's the director's name? Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Uh, yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Like some of a lot of the things that he did to make it what it was. Uh huh. Like, I don't know. You should go. You should go back and watch it after. Yeah. After, but like, a lot of the colors in that movie. Like, there's a lot of, like, clashing colors, like, throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That, like, don't really go to... They make you feel they a little just, weird. Like, they tell your brain, like, that's, like... Right. That's and not like, right. Even the music in the movie is, like, slightly out of tune. Yeah. Like, you almost wouldn't even notice it yeah. if you're not paying attention. But you, but you feel it. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know, the pacing of the movie is, is uncomfortable. It's yeah. just, like, that's... that's a, what I think it's, like horror, the horror genre can be. It's yeah. Like, oh, can, for sure. Because it's not like super, I mean, I it's guess It's not like super blood, jump scary. No, but it's not, yeah. And it's not like super gory, like, no. or like monsters and demons yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But the movie is still scary somehow. And, yeah. Um, what, um, oh, one more horror movie. Did you watch Nope. Yeah, I did. That was yeah. I saw that. I went. I did see that movie by myself actually. I so that was advertised as a a scary movie. Yeah, I didn't find it scary like at all. Honestly. I didn't. I didn't think it was very scary. I, but it was. It I I was very uncomfortable though okay. watching it. Not very uncomfortable. It was just unsettling. The monkey scene. The monkey. Yeah, the yeah. monkey stuff was was kind of weird and just like the like the last twenty minutes of the movie were were weird. Okay. Did you like it? I did like it. I didn't really. I wasn't really I've had, it. Yeah. I know it has like a lot of good reviews and stuff, but most people that I've talked to are, are mixed. Okay. Yeah. I, I like I it I definitely though. think like that the, the movie's really pretty. Like, so, yes. like those night scenes. Yeah. They look so cool. I don't you know. You know they I, shot those in the day? 
Did they? Yeah, they used. To, I guess that kind of makes sense. They used all like the entire movie is shot in day, uh, but because of like the cameras or lenses or something they're using. I just, I think Jordan Peele's really good at yeah. making movies. I so I loved Get Out, mm-hmm. and then his next one was Us. Us. I liked that one. A lot. I liked Us too, and then Nope, nope is, is the so third one. It's just those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would say my favorite of those three is probably pretty easily Get Out. It's probably yeah. And then I'd probably go us, and then nope. I need, yeah, I'll have to to watch nope again because I've still only seen it the once. But no, I I haven't. I feel like I haven't really seen that many movies this year, outside of like all, all my Mar- Marvel stuff that I've watched that's come out. But I've been watching a lot of TV shows. Okay. Severance. Yes. We talked about that. House of the Dragon. Yes. Phenomenal. I loved House of the Dragon. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. Um, I'm watching Andor right now, is which is the, the Disney Plus Star Wars show. Okay. And it's awesome. It is? It's awesome. So, you, you saw Rogue One? Yeah. Rogue One is, in my opinion, one of the best Star Wars movies. Like, yeah. There's a... I don't even know how many Star Wars... There's probably like 12... Or something like Star that. Star Wars movies? Yeah, when you count like the se- the, the prequels, the sequels. Well, there's nine of like the main story. Yeah, line. And, and then, then there's Rogue One, there's Solo. I think that's it. So 11? 11, yeah. I think Rogue One is... So for the Star Wars nerds like me and the people listening, what like what part of the timeline does Andor take place? Uh, so it, it's, it's before Rogue One. So Rogue One is between three... And four. And four. Yeah. The, the last scene of Rogue One is the first scene of A New Hope, which is the original yeah. Star Wars movie. Um, so it's in that. It's between Rogue One and, I guess, episode three. Okay. Um, it's all following Cassian Andor, who was one of the main guys from uh, from Rogue One. And it, it's it's awesome because it's, it's kind of like a spy, like, thriller thing that just happens to be star wars and it's not like it's not like here's a bunch of uh, this like fan service and references and callbacks like it just feels like a really really good show and it just happens to take place in star wars so if you'd never seen star wars before could you watch andor oh yeah yeah and you think people would enjoy it yeah. Oh, interesting. And yeah. that's on Disney Plus. Yeah the the season finale comes out tomorrow. Okay, I need to watch that. Yeah. You know what else was this year? Which was Obi Wan. Yeah. Which I I, I really enjoyed it. Did I enjoyed like Obi Wan a lot, yeah. just because that was something that, you know, as like a huge Star Wars fan, every we'd been begging for it. Right. Basically, since the the prequels had come out, um, and like the, I mean, they announced the show probably. Three four years ago, mm-hmm. we finally got it, and it was it was good. So, I know you're a big Star Wars fan. I'm a pretty big. I, well, I'm afraid to say I'm a big Star Wars fan because I'm not like I'm not nerded out on Star Wars, but I enjoy Star oh, Wars. I'm, yeah, I'm, um, in I'm in it. There's a lot of surprisingly a lot of people out there who have never watched anything Star Wars related. What is it about Star Wars that is so appealing to you? I don't know. Because, like, the whole thing about why it became so popular when it did, it was one, the the visual effects, like, for it, like, when it came out were just, like, 
light years ahead of uh-huh. anything anyone had seen. Um, but I just, I just remember when I was young, I just thought laser swords were super mm. cool. Like people fighting with, you know, lightsabers, all that. Um, I, I really, I was basically, I was kind of just like a casual fan of Star Wars most of my life until I got to high school. Uh, it was probably when they, they put out, um, one of their animated shows, uh, Star mm. Wars: The Clone Wars, okay. which I, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's animated! Like, I don't want to watch a cartoon. Right. Like, it's cartoons for kids." Star Wars: The Clone Wars is an awesome show, mm. and it, it is a little kiddie sometimes, um, but just like it's because of how big Star Wars has gotten, they've just been able to put a lot of like resources and like time into like building like this huge elaborate like i love like all the star wars stuff and the marvel stuff just like how like it's not just like a movie like a single movie anymore like it's It's these it's a a huge like possibilities are endless you can do so much like they're they're already rolling out like new star wars stuff like it's just going to be it's star wars but it's not going to be like any characters you've ever seen. It's just going to be completely brand new people, no links to any of the old movies or anything. It's just like the, the universe that they built, like they're just like opening the door and they're just starting to do all this new stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm probably like you. I started watching, I started liking star Wars because of like the special effects. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. But I think the thing that connects with so many people about star Wars in my opinion, maybe I should say it connects with me is like the stories of redemption, yeah, um, betrayal, um, and and also like there's a lot. There's a big theme of like f- fulfilling your purpose in yeah. Star Wars throughout, like for many different characters, like. Mm-hmm. Um, like the chosen one, I believe that phrase comes from Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and like it's all about like you have this purpose that you're supposed to fulfill, and I think that mm-hmm. really connects with a lot of people because I think there's a lot of people who either one they they feel like they're searching for their purpose. Yeah. Um, or two, there's people who feel like they know what their purpose is. And they're striving so hard to fulfill it. Right. And I think that's something that everybody can connect with. And so that's why I feel like I keep coming back to Star Wars is because of those themes that are in the show. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's definitely... And just like... Just the whole... The, basically from all the Star Wars material that we have now, just like the, the story and like the writing is just really good. Yeah. And like as like a big like movie fan, like... That's what what the stuff that I'm into. Right. Um, but yeah, dude, I love Star Wars. Are you into Harry Potter? I never got into Harry Potter. Have you at least seen it? I I watched what was there eight movies? Yeah. I watched all eight of them oh. last summer for okay. the first time. I, I I watched all eight of them over a course of like two weeks. I've I haven't watched them since. I I get the appeal. Yeah. I'll I probably won't watch them again. That's surprising to me because I know you I know how much you like Marvel and Star Wars. I feel like Harry Potter would kind of fit 
what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, well, so so what I think about it is, I think those are kind of, and I think Star Wars the same way. I think like Star Wars, Harry Potter, and even like Marvel, I think those are movies that if you didn't watch them as a kid, mm. like that's like the big thing for me with Star Wars and Marvel is I've been watching those since I was like seven. Okay. Um, and I think there's, I think there's movies or just like stuff like that out there that like, that if you didn't watch it when you were a kid, then like it, it, it's not the same. Yeah. Like one of the, like an example for me is like the movie Nacho Libre. Mm-hmm. It's one of like my favorite movies. If I never saw that movie as a kid and I watched it for the first time today, yeah. I would probably think it's one of the worst movies ever. Yeah. But like that was just one of those movies like when you were a kid it was hilarious. You there's know? like there's like an element of nostalgia yeah. for people with that grew up on Harry Potter that you're probably not getting. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I so I, I think like if I had watched it as a kid, I think I'd be a lot more into it than I am. I just I don't know if for whatever reason I don't know if my my parents like didn't let me watch it because yeah. of wizards and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been it. But I, I think if I would have watched it when I was younger, I would have appreciated a lot more. But, you know, I, I watched them once, and I, I get it. I understand why there's such a huge fandom behind it, but I just... It's just not for you. It's not really for me, sure. yeah. All right. Well, that's sad to me because I love Harry I, Potter. Yeah. I, it's, it's interesting, though. I didn't grow up on Harry Potter because of my my parents wouldn't let me. Yeah, I'm assuming that's the reason why. Yeah. I don't really remember that. Well, so I was like a big reader growing up. Mm. loved to read and all of my friends were reading harry potter growing up i wasn't allowed to um but for my 20th birthday my parents gifted me the whole set dang of, it's actually yeah it's up there right on the oh yeah the yeah yeah I, I read all the books in a summer dang. and then watched all the movies afterwards i had already seen some of the movies at that point mm-hmm. um but I do think taking the time to read the books probably made me enjoy it a little more. Yeah. Because there is stuff in the books that, like, I don't know. It's fun when you've, like, read the books. It's more detailed. Yeah, it is more, well, it is more detailed, but also there's, like, details in the movies that wouldn't really stand out to you if you if hadn't you had read it, the books. Yeah. And so. No, dude, I, I can't. I hate reading. Dude. I can't do yeah, it. I get it. I do, I will say though, like, even for people who don't like reading, I feel like Harry Potter is like the perfect book for them. Well, yeah, but one day, I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. One day I would really like to try to read the Game of Thrones books. Okay. That's tough. But those are, those are, (laughs) those are big books. Yeah. I read the first one and it's tough. It's like... It's, the thing about Harry Potter is that, like, essentially they're children's books. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's um, gauged for children. Yeah, and so I understand it's, it's it. like an easy reading level. Well, one thing I do like about Harry Potter was that J.K. Rowling, when she wrote them, like, she wrote them with the intent of, like, kids growing up with them. Yeah. So, like, the first book could probably be read by, like, a second or third grader. Oh. But as you... As she moves on in the story, it gets a well, more like complex. as Harry Potter grows up, the the reading level gets a little more, um, huh. a little higher, and so like by That's the cool. end, it's like high school. It's probably high schoolers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I 
I do like that. But Game of Thrones is like it's heavy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, lot. I know it because like I, I know a few people that either have read the books or are currently reading them, and like they've been like, yeah, it's it's kind of tough, but like they, they say it's really good. Yeah, it is. It is really good. I also so apparently the first, well, I do know the first book is basically all of season one of the series like mm-hmm. to a T like there's no yeah. differences in the plot I've heard that like as you move on in the series a lot starts to change yeah really, between the show and and the book yeah um, but I never got that far I read right. the first one I was like uh I don't know if I'm gonna commit to go into the yeah rest, I, well and he uh, so you know like he's not even done writing all the books yet yeah. like yeah Apparently he's been writing this one for like ten years, yeah, and I think he's longer. he's saying that it's just about finished. Yeah, he's been saying that for uh, a long time. But I think he's got one more to write after that too. Wow, dude, and he's like old. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but, but dude, I mean, did you you watched House of the Dragon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did. <sighs> it's yeah. good, really dude. good, really good. And he's writing that right. Or involved in the he's writing. yeah he's in well because that's it's from one of the books okay okay and even like there's some stuff in like Game of Thrones that that talks about the events that because it's like a prequel right. or whatever but um one of my strength one of our assistant strength coaches is reading I think it's Fire and Blood I think that's the book uh, and that's all about. House of the Dragon. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm excited for, for that show because yeah, I, I missed that good Game wh- of Thrones we're stuff. We're going to have to wait for a while for yeah, season probably. two. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Is, um, is George Lucas still involved in like writing for the new Star Wars stuff? No. He's not? so. No. The kind of, I, I think the heads of the Star Wars stuff that's going on right now is, uh, Dave Filoni, I don't know if you've heard of him. He, he's the guy that that uh, made the Clone Wars show. Okay, um, and he was really involved with like the Mandalorian um, and Boba Fett and that stuff. He's kind of like in, in like the Star Wars kind of like community. He is kind of viewed as like the the guy that took the torch from um, from George Lucas. Interesting. Um, yeah. That's a heavy torch. It's a heavy torch, yeah. yeah but I think they're just uh, they're just they've given out like so many projects to so many people because mm-hmm. you know the, the Game of Thrones writers, the two Game of Thrones writers were yeah. supposed to get a trilogy, uh, a movie for trilogy Star for Star Wars. Yeah, uh-huh. that was the whole thing. Was after season six of Game of Thrones, they got this thing to do a trilogy, and everyone thought that they were getting like distracted by it. And just kind of like mailed it in on season mm-hmm. seven of eight of Game of Thrones, and after Game of Thrones ended, they got that deal pulled. Wow. Well, also, I believe season six is the last season where it goes off of George R. Yeah. R. Martin's writing. After, apparently, after season six, there's no more book material right, that's right. presently out, and you can tell that it's different writers. It, yeah, yeah. Um, I know Ryan Johnson. He's the, he's the guy that directed. Uh, Star Wars 8, The Last Jedi, which... You didn't like that. I hate that yeah. movie. It makes me angry yeah. to think about <laughs> it. But I, I, I'm i pretty sure he got like a a trilogy, uh, like a spinoff trilogy deal coming. 
they're they just started shooting um some show called the acolyte and it's got the the main dude from squid games is oh wow. yeah i don't know who's who's the show runner for that one but they got a bunch of stuff that they're you know mandalorian season three comes out next year um andor's already getting a season two they they've got endless material man dude something just hit me I think you need to write a Star Wars series, bro. Dude, I'd, I'd be for it. Dude, you know what I want to do is I want to go to... I don't know the name of it, but they got like this whole Star Wars thing at Disney World now. Oh, yeah. They get, they got this thing. You go in... It's like you, ga- you Galaxy's can, Edge or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. You can build a lightsaber, all that stuff. That's, That's what I need to go do. Our friend... Um, actually, I don't know if you know him. His name's Rick Robbins. Do you know Rick? I don't know. He's, he's friends. He went with us this... He went with us on the Samoa trip, uh, actually, yeah. but he's a huge Star Wars fan. Let's go. And he, I think he goes every year to, to that park. To the new Disney. attraction. Yeah, and I remember when like, uh, when things started opening up after the pandemic started calming down. It was like yeah. a big deal. For, like the first thing he did was yeah. he went out to, to go to uh, see that theme park. That's but awesome. You would have a good conversation with him. Oh, because, I'll bet. I'll bet. Well, dude. Yeah, I think you should either write Star Wars or, or create your own universe, man. I think that'd be I'll, cool. Yeah. I think you'd be good at it, actually. I got I got to figure out something to do. Got a lot of time on my hands now. Yeah, you man. know what well, I mean? I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you and excited for you. And um, the best is yet to come, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. Thanks for letting me come back and hang for number three. Of course, man. We'll do it yeah. again sometime. For sure. All right. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.